Welcome to the second podcast of CRR Essentials, featuring work by researchers here at the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College. I'm your host, Kim Blanton. The goal of these podcasts is to explain the relevance of our findings to the public, and today we're talking about research by one of the Center's economists, Matt Rutledge. Matt is looking at how job options narrow considerably for older workers as they age into their 50s and 60s. His studies received a lot of immediate attention, and I'm sure our older listeners will be especially interested in this. Welcome to CRR Essentials, Matt. Thanks for having me, Kim. Um, to be blunt about it, um, what your research does really is first determine what an old person job is. Um, you found older workers are two times more likely than younger workers to be hired, for example, as re- retail sales clerks, uh, night watchmen, and security guards or other old person jobs. Not surprisingly, construction worker and computer scientist are not. So, Matt, speaking for all the other older workers out there, I'd really like to know, how do you determine what an old person job is, and what are some other interesting examples of them? So what we were really looking for were jobs where uh, the people that are hired into them tend to be disproportionately old. So there's going to be – you mentioned retail sales clerk is one job that uh, is just going to have a lot of people hired, period. Uh, but the people that they tend to hire actually uh, are much more likely to be older people than they are. That's people that are 50 and older uh, than, say, you mentioned some of the technology jobs, which uh, are a lot less likely to be uh, hiring older people, or some jobs that are uh, more physically demanding, you know, jobs like electrician or construction worker, uh, where you're, you're going to be bending a lot or you're going to be using your hands and your fine motion a lot. Uh, those are jobs where we don't see to, tend to see a lot of older people hired into them. Uh, that's a little bit compared different. with people in compared what age with range? people like thirty five to forty nine. Uh, now, uh, one thing I should mention is that there pr- might be a lot of older workers that are doing those kinds of jobs, but what we were just focused on were those people that were new to the job. They were new to, new hires by the new employers. Um, so it's possible that you may know a lot of electricians or plumbers that have been around for a while, but they're not changing jobs quite as often. Uh, then you're not. We're not going to be picking it up. So it's about people who are getting here. hired, which is an important exactly. thing. Exactly. We to think point that's out. really the more important measure because we know that there are a lot more people out there that are looking for a job later in their career. They're looking to extend their career, or they're trying to bounce back from a great recession, job loss. And so it's for those people that we're really focusing on here. So the good news is that even though job options are narrower when workers are older, uh, the situation has actually improved. You found over the years, and we'll get to that in a minute, but. Your study is not the first one on this issue, and other researchers, what have other researchers like dating back, I think there were studies as early as the 1980s, mm-hmm. learned? And then particularly, what have they learned about who's responsible for these limitations that older work- workers face? You know, is it the, empl- the workers themselves? Is it the employers? Sure. So uh, what we're really trying to do is update some of the research that was done in the 1980s. Uh, Robert Hutchins at Cornell was sort of the one that uh, really pushed on the idea that there are old people jobs. And I think that was just based on observation, seeing that there's a lot of jobs like night watchmen or security guard, uh, people that are helping the, the crossing guards that are helping the kids across the street, or jobs that are almost more volunteer or part-time basis uh, that he would, he and other researchers were observing that a lot of older people are just ending up in as a way to extend their careers or to not fully admit they're, to, they're totally retired. Um, and so basically we want to see if that's still true. We know that the older people that are working now are a lot different than the older people back in the 1980s. They're better educated relative to those people. Uh, they're probably healthier. They um, probably have a lot more to really offer employers. And so what we wanted to see was whether the same reasons uh, that older people were sort of shunted into these jobs 
are still the reasons that we would see now. And so some of those reasons back in the day might have been, you know, their lack of education or their lack of technical know-how. I don't think older workers are like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we really wanted to see if, if the story had changed. So your, your study used a very large Census Bureau sample of workers of all ages. You divided them into groups, to two groups. We, we kind of, you know, got kind of hinted at this earlier, people in their 50s and 60s. Basically, you compared them with workers between 39, 30 and 49. You looked at occupations. And what, what was the purpose of, of having these two separate groups? Sort of how did you use them and, and what did you find? Sure. So we wanted to focus just on uh, workers that were already reached maturity. So we cut off the people that are in, in their 20s and in their teens that are still moving jobs a lot. We really wanted people to be sort of established in a job. Uh, then we wanted to focus on the people in their 50s because that's at the point that a lot of literature has said uh, that that's the point where the job opportunities start to narrow for you. And so we wanted to see if that was still true for more recent 50-plus-year-olds, even though I don't think most of us would think of as a 50, say, a 52-year-old as being all that old in the labor force. We see so many 52-year-olds out there already. Um, And so what we really wanted to see was whether there was a big difference in in those two age groups. And so how did you, how did you, you know, well, let me ask you this. It's a methodology question, but keep it simple. Um, at the heart of your research are what you call hiring ratios. So, and you calculated these for hundreds of occupations, correct? That's right. So briefly or simply explain that hiring ratio. Sure. So what we were looking for was based on the share of the workforce that an occupation is hiring. So let's say that of all the workers that are being hired in any given year, 2% of them are going into retail sales clerk jobs. If... of the prime age hires are going in, and yet 4% of the older hires are going into retail sales clerk. That's that's something we would classify as an old person job. Basically, it's a two-to-one ratio. The share is twice as big for older people than it is for prime age workers. So when the ratio is over two for an occupation, it can be thought of as this old person job. Mm -hmm. Um, We gave listeners a taste of some of the interesting jobs, and and I found others Mm -hmm. um, in in your study, nurses, aides, janitors, secretaries, real estate, salespeople, accountants, cashiers, night watchmen, delivery drivers. That's quite a mix. Mm -hmm. Um, Does anything seem to tie these jobs together? Uh, To some extent, some of these jobs are are held on a part-time basis or sort of are allowing people to extend their retirement a little bit. Um, but not all jobs. And some of the jobs are still a little bit more like career jobs. Uh, it's just that they'd be located in different kinds of firms, say, like the firms might be a little bit smaller or that they might involve different uh, tasks that these people would do. And some of the jobs are probably going to be a lot less physically demanding. Uh, other jobs are probably going to involve less numerical ability or active learning, which some of our colleagues here at the Center for Retirement Research have suggested are the sorts of the, the sorts of tasks that are the first to go for older workers. Uh, but other things are going to be where older workers are much more attract, actually more attractive mm-hmm. to hire to people that are doing the hiring, like uh, higher dependability than younger workers. And so the the work the jobs that really value those things are the ones that are going to take the chance on the older worker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and so how do these jobs differ? Is that something that you can um, talk about? I mean, there is quite a mix there. Um, hmm. You know, how do they differ from, from younger workers, I guess? So the younger workers are going to be the ones that are likely to be going into the physically demanding jobs, the ones that are going to be involved toward keeping up with technology, um, or the ones that are going to involve a lot of uh, – special training that you might need that you probably will accumulate just early in your career. So 
one of the jobs that's on our list for uh, the least common old people jobs are lawyers. And that might be because they get hired at a relatively young age and they stay with one firm for a long period of time. So there are a lot of older lawyers, but to get hired as a lawyer. Exactly. It sort of gets back to our example between hires versus workers that Mm -hmm. are in the field at any Mm -hmm. one time. Mm -hmm. And how about, um, well, in your study, you found the median wage was $15.65 an hour for all the workers. Mm -hmm. Um, How about, how about the wages? Are older people's wages affected by having fewer options. So they're narrowly smaller. So there's just a small difference between the jobs, the old people jobs that have more than twice as many older mm-hmm. people hired as, as younger people hired. Uh, their jobs are, are do pay a little bit less. Um, mm-hmm. But it turns out that a, most of the difference in how they're paid isn't because they're hiring older people. It turns out it's because of all the different factors that we can account for. Once we account for those factors, there really isn't much of a difference. in The, the factors being what? Things like the tasks that they would be doing, the part-time hours versus full-time mm-hmm. hours, whether they're offered pensions or health and be- insurance benefit. Mm-hmm. Basically, once we account, it's when we're comparing apples to apples in terms of the jobs that mm-hmm. they're hired into, it really look, doesn't look like the wages are all that different. Between. So does that mean if a young person and an old person is hired into the same job, they're probably their wages are going to be somewhat equivalent? No, actually or? what we're doing with wages is just saying the, the measure that we care about is the wages for all people. And so we want to see is it better paying jobs for all people or lower paying jobs for all people that tend to be the ones that hire older people. And it's, it seems like it's about the same, actually. Okay, okay. Um, so people listening who are in their early 50s, um, which is the youngest of the three groups that you – analyze will be relieved to hear that they are not considered old yet (laughs) Um, when it comes to the labor market. Um, You know, tell us what you found in their case in terms of uh, their wages and other things. So what we were looking for was splitting the the older group up into people that are 50 to 54, 55 to 59, and then 60 to 64, and really seeing, trying to identify the point at which people really do get old. When, When do your opportunities narrow? A lot, and it turns out it's not in your fifties. Basically, the the people in their fifty to fifty four range that were shunted into older people jobs really didn't look. It was just a small percentage of them actually did so. Uh, the it's much more likely to happen in your sixties. So it's really uh, the point at which you get old for the labor force in terms of uh, trying to find a new job are going to be those people that are uh, sixty and above. And that's when you're not more likely than not to end up in a in a older per- person job, but you're more likely than you used to be mm-hmm, to end up mm-hmm. in an older person job. And, and your late fifties a little bit more so than mm-hmm. in your early fifties. So people out there who are still in their early fifties and want to right. change jobs, this might be a good time to do it. The, the, the people in their the later fifties, I think, the people that need to be concerned about that are the less educated people. It, it, uh, some of the measures we looked at in, in our paper suggest that. Um, the point at which your job opportunities start to narrow is a little sooner for less educated mm-hmm. men in particular. Mm-hmm. It's less. It's not, not as much of a concern for less educated women, though. Less educated men are really where the, the concerns are in the late 50s. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody else seems to be in their 60s. So we've established that job options narrow, but we haven't discussed what is actually one of your most important findings, uh, which is that things do seem to have improved mm-hmm. uh, for older workers since the 1990s. So tell us about that. So it turns out it's almost an across-the-board improvement. So all of the measures that we, uh, we've we discussed, when I mean, we looked at them in the uh, the 1990s, and this is even in the, even in the midst of a really great uh, economic time in terms of the job market, and people were finding jobs left and right, and, and the jobless spells were really low. Around the high-tech boom. Yep, and, and this was, yeah, yep. it was during the boom, so people were being paid really well. Um, those are 
the opportunities back then were a lot more limited for people in their late 50s and early 60s than they are now. Um, so more recent uh, groups of older people have come along, and because they're not as because they don't have this disadvantage in their education, and because they don't have this disadvantage in their technical know-how, maybe because they've been changing jobs a lot more, or maybe because it's the older and people old themselves. A couple decades ago. That's right. Yep. They, they, compared to people that were that used that were older a few decades ago, and maybe it's because more of their colleagues are actually doing the hiring, so they're more favorably disposed towards them towards those older workers themselves. Mm -hmm. It just seems like the opportunities are staying open for older people a lot longer than they used to be. Mm -hmm. and, and women are benefiting from this educational change. The more college-educated baby boomers went to college, right? That's right. Uh, compared to, say, a, few, a couple generation, a generation ago. Yeah, they're the real right? beneficiaries of there just because of how much they've caught up in terms of experience and education and, and just sort of knowing how to manipulate or how to work their way through the job market. Um, it seems pretty obvious why this issue matters to individual workers. That we've been talking about it in those terms um, and, and how easy it is for them to find new employment. But how might this also bear on retirement decisions, which we're the Center for Retirement Research, right? That's right. Uh, so retirement is obviously going to have a, a, a very important consequences here. A lot of what we've been concerned about, especially during times like the Great Recession, is that people would want to work longer but wouldn't have the opportunities to actually do so. So if you find yourself jobless, you're really going to care about the kinds of options that you have available to you. It might be that the job options are so narrow that it's not worth actually staying in the labor force. And so what's heartening about what we see about the fact that job op opportunities are staying open for people longer means that probably even if you do find yourself looking for work later in your career, the chances are you'll be able to extend your career um, if that's what you would like. That's probably especially true right now. I mean, the labor market is very tight, right? That's right. It's a little off the rails of your research, but... Well, we saw the unemployment rate go so high for older workers during the Great Recession. It's improved so much right now um, that uh, it's, you know, basically back to what it was in the mid-2000s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a nice coincidence that's happening just as the baby boom is trying to to put off that retirement as long as possible and enjoy the benefits of not mm -hmm. getting their Social Security so soon or right. holding on to their employer insurance. Yeah. And um, so any caveats about your, your findings? And I'm thinking particularly you'd said you look only at people who are who are finding job find a job. Mm -hmm. So how might that affect your results? So that's the, the one concern that we might have um, is that we're only looking at those people that actually ended up in new jobs. Uh, so this might especially be a problem during the Great Recession when, as I mentioned, there's a lot more older people that are not finding jobs. And that means they're basically dropping out of our sample. Um, so if if it's, possi it's possible then that some of the improvement we saw is that we sort of lost the people that had the least opportunity. And we kept only those people that sort of had the best opportunities available to them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, we just express some caution. It'll be, it'll be worth seeing as we get more data on what's going on here with the ni nice tight labor market that we're seeing here. And then what might happen in the next downturn to see if uh, those trends continue. Great. Well, we will stay tuned and maybe we'll get some updates to the study. So Matt Rutledge with CRR Essentials telling about his research and he will be back again, I'm sure. So thanks, Matt. Thanks, Kim.